After Jesus' trials in the wilderness, after his terrible ordeal, we are given a revealing glimpse into the ways of heaven. Immediately upon the completion of his trials, angels swoosh down from their heavenly abode, companion Jesus in the wilderness, and minister to him. It is a sweet scene. This feathered alighting, this invasion of angels, this heavenly rescue party. Different biblical translations report this scene variously as the angels minister to Jesus or took care of him or arrived to serve him or helped and attended him or waited on him. And here we thought Jesus was all alone out there in the wilderness. We thought he was isolated, unaided, unaccompanied. Turns out, what had felt like a God-forsaken wilderness wasn't God-forsaken after all. God and a bunch of angels were there all along. We couldn't see them, but there they were. They were in the stands, as it were, cheering Jesus on, praying and rooting for him as he endured his ordeal. Jesus was never alone. Somebody say, thank you, God. God. And that's the thing about God and us, about God in heaven and we here on earth. To us, the veil between the two realms is like an iron curtain. It can feel impenetrable but it's not impenetrable for God. God and God's emissaries, angels and the like, swoosh and flit back and forth between the realms at will. They are never far from us. They are always looking out for us. They are cheering and rooting us on, which is to say, you are never alone. You cannot go where God is not. Repeat after me. I cannot go where God is not. I cannot go where God is not. Repeat after me. God is here, there, and everywhere. God is here, there, and everywhere. There's something more to note about this heavenly rescue party, this flock of angels, their timing. They arrive before Jesus returns to the world of people before his re-entry into civilization. You see, re-entry for anyone returning from a harrowing ordeal is fraught, is tricky. The person who survives the ordeal is changed from the person who entered it. And the world they re-enter, the world of family and work and relationships, that world has changed too. The U.S. military knows this. They have learned the hard way that those who return from military deployment often struggle. The ordeals they endure during deployment are hard and intense. Life and death hard, life and death intense. But returning, re-entering is hard too, and things can go sideways. Soldiers returning from deployment are apt to make poor decisions. Back in civvies, bereft of a clear mission, with no one barking orders at them, they too often struggle to regain their footing, to find their place. They can get crosswise with their significant other. The ordeal of deployment changes them. 
Lieutenant Colonel Adria Horn is a U.S. Army veteran who deployed overseas five times, Iraq, Afghanistan, Philippines, and Indonesia. Colonel Horn compares military deployment to the intensity of having been under assault, having been under attack by the novel coronavirus. Both are trials to endure. Both are wilderness experiences. And during COVID, some of you were deployed to your homes and have hardly left them. Others were deployed to the front lines and there witnessed terrible things. Students severed from their peers were deployed to their bedrooms where screens became classrooms. Routines were uprooted. Cohesive social networks have been disrupted. Parents of little ones have been asked to do the impossible. We are not the same people who entered the wilderness of COVID, who have endured an ordeal. We're not. We've changed, and the world to which we are hoping to return has changed too. Colonel Horn warns that returning home from COVID, as we are all aching to do, is harder, trickier, and more complicated and more fraught than we would like to imagine it to be. In her case, between deployments and re-entry, she was ministered to by a flock of angels in the guise of a military chaplain. God bless military chaplains. A chaplain, moreover, with a PowerPoint presentation. In his presentation, the chaplain warned her battalion of the hazards of re-entry after the ordeal of deployment, friction in relationships, poor choices in spending money, depression, drug and alcohol abuse, a too high tolerance for risk-taking. All of you, each of you, every one of you in different ways have been through a traumatic experience, two years of COVID deployment. We've survived a worldwide collective trauma, a wilderness experience, a grueling ordeal, a terrible trial. As you take up the work of reentry, we are here to minister to you. Weekly, twice a week, we will prepare a table for you, holy food and holy drink, a God-suffused meal for your profound hunger. We have candles to light against the world's darkness, flames to honor all that was lost during COVID, the people taken from us, and also the graduations, the ceremonies, the travel and holidays taken by pandemic. We have sacred music by which to honor the shining beauty of God's holiness, music as respite for your ears and respite for God's ears from the cacophony of the world. Sacred hymns by which you in your own bodies incarnate the beauty of holiness by taking theology into your mouths, onto your lips, and into your lungs. We have small groups to companion you, monthly healing worship to restore you, and if it helps, opportunities to lose yourself, to forget yourself and your troubles by doing for others. We have symbols to remind you that no matter how difficult the ordeal, you are not alone. God is with you. This is our faith. Among those symbols is the Latin quote carved into the stone in our portico, qui transtulit sustinet, 
The God who brought us here continues to sustain us. Somebody say, thank you, God. Such is the faith of this ancient church. Across 352 years, this church has endured its share of trials and ordeals, has known wilderness and testing. The God who saw us through the terrifying months of the so-called witch trials continues to sustain us. The God who companioned us through the siege of Boston, when royal soldiers seized our meeting house, profaned it, damaged it, and confiscated the homes of our members, the God sustains us still. The God who saw us through agonizing outbreaks of measles, smallpox, the Spanish flu, and the novel coronavirus, this God continues to sustain us. The God who companioned this church through slavery, into abolition, through the Civil War and the Civil Rights Movement, and who companions us even now in this season of third reconstruction, God sustains us still. Qui transtulit sustinet, the God who has companioned us through every wilderness, every trial and ordeal, continues to sustain us. This is our faith. Repeat after me. I cannot go where God is not. Repeat after me, God is here, there, and everywhere. God is here, there, and everywhere. I have news for you today, church. You who have known trial and ordeal, God is sending a rescue party, an invasion of angels. As it happens, God is on your side, is by your side, cheering you on. Let the church say amen.